by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Hello! I have a little visitor who I kidnapped. This is Harrison! This is my puppy. He is very cute. Um, yeah. This is Harrison. He, um, he exists. You ever hear dogs barking when I'm doing this? It's him. Do you want to get down? Okay, I'll let you get down, buddy. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you for coming. Yeah, so that's Harrison. That's my dog. Um, <laughs> the Canucks just won. They're. <laughs> this looks so stupid. The Canucks just won a game. I'm covering a win by myself. Do you. Nelson loves you, Harrison! Do you know how weird and insane that is? That's insane. I'm covering a win. That's only happened a few other times, but it doesn't happen a lot for me. So like we're we're relishing in this win is what's happening. I think that's the right word for it. Oh, I pressed the wrong button. Woohoo! All right. So the Canucks beat the Edmonton Oilers 5-2. Um Insane! We got a non-overtime win! We won! We won! Um, alright, just before I get into a little bit of a game recap, uh, I just want to say, think you know what way it's gonna go? Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com sdpn. 19 plus, please play responsibly. All right. Yeah, a regulation win. It's been forever. I think our last six were overtime. Um, apparently, we can't, we can't play in, uh, we can't win in Rogers Arena, but we can win in Rogers Place this, uh, this past game that just happened. Um... Also, I'm repping the Canucks, and if the jersey looks weird, it's an Ovechkin jersey. I feel like that's warranted, because if you haven't heard over the last couple hours, he beat Gordie Howe's record, and he is now the second all-time highest scorer in the NHL. So, you know, hockey history, kind of a big deal. Uh, that's why I'm wearing the jersey. So, just to get that out of the way, boom. Um, yeah, so after the first, I when the first was certainly interesting, um... I just want to say, highlight of this game for me, I don't care about anything else. My highlight of the game was Alfonso Davies being there. Yes, he was wearing an Edmonton jersey, but you know what? I miss him. Because he used to play for the Whitecaps, and they didn't mention that. They didn't mention that he played for the Vancouver Whitecaps in the MLS before. And I was so mad. I was so mad. But, you know, it's fine. It's fine, whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Colin Delia. Oh my gosh, we should have played him earlier. Considering we made Martin have, like, eight consecutive starts, plus, plus, I think, the game where he came in relief of Demko when Demko got injured. Um, yeah, the Oilers thought they could be the ones that have a comeback. Yeah, because they had the comeback in the first game where we were up 3 nothing, and then they had five unanswered. This game, we had five unanswered. Um, it's a great, it's great to see a comeback game where we don't have to go to overtime. Um, yeah, uh, the first, 
penalty. I thought that was just, I thought that was weird. The Shen elbowing on Ky, uh, Kyler Yamamoto. Um, it's not his fault that Kyla, that Yamamoto is probably like the same height as me. Um, so, you know, not very tall, uh, especially for an NHL player going against Luke Shen. Um, yeah, but the penalty kill, it looked better tonight against Edmonton. Uh, they weren't really doing that thing where they have one guy and then three in the line. They all end up together in a line. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Hope you're having a wonderful Christmas Eve Eve. It is a night of airing of grievances, and I will be doing that in the second segment. Don't you worry. Um, yeah. The Canucks, they came in with a slow start, which, you know, we should be used to this by now. I don't, I, it's not really, like, it's like death taxes and the Canucks not starting on time. And I get it, they they usually don't have games that start until 7. I know a lot of people were just like, wait, the game's at 6 now? Or, like, the game already started? But, yeah, it was weird having a 6pm game. But, you know, um, it's probably better for the people who actually live in the time zone where it is 7pm. It's weird being a West Coast fan. Everyone hates you. <laughs> um, yeah. The first goal was not a great one uh, for the Canucks. Mikheyev. Hello? Mikheyev misses the breakaway pass in the Oilers' end, and then he does the little thing where you put the puck up the middle and you don't look at it when you shoot it. And, um, yeah, Warren Fogle picks up the puck, sends it to Derek Ryan. Luke Shen can't catch up to Ryan. Goal. And, uh, yeah, back passing never goes well. All, almost always has ended up in a turnover, I've realized, or, unfortunately, a goal at times. Um, even Pedersen, I know he looks like a Sedin. I know people are saying, oh, it's the third Sedin, but, like, or, they have brothers. They also have other brothers. Like, he's, he's an extra Sedin, right? Uh, but, like, even the back pass, like, the no-look back pass, like, even when he does it, I just get scared. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then the 4.1 seconds left in the period. Connor McDavid. Who else but Connor McDavid? Um, the Canucks basically couldn't get the puck out uh, with like 10 seconds left in the first. And it's just, it was just so defeating going into the intermission with that thought of, oh god, we have to come back from a two-goal lead instead of a one-goal lead. Because one-goal lead, that's, like, easy, right? Easy money. But two? Mm. But then again, this team also came back from a four-goal lead for the other team and won 7-6. So, there's that. Uh, yeah, McDavid, basically. Hyman slid across the net. Hyman's having an insane season, by the way. I feel like everyone is talking about it, so it's not really underrated, but, like, still. Um, he still has to play with, you know... Connor frickin' McDavid and uh, Leon Dreisaitl, who's funny. Oh, his point streak continued against us, too, because um, he got an assist on the McDavid goal, I think. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, Hyman slides across, Delia follows him, Hyman passes to McDavid instead, and McDavid has a wide-open net. Because hockey. That's how hockey works. Um, and the Garland, the Miller... Garland Garland got an assist on the Miller goal that was just really weird. Basically, he shoots it. If you didn't see, he shot it. Um, uh, Stuart Skinner, who's a net for the Edmonton Oilers, stops it with his shoulder, and then it goes up in the air. Skinner's watching it, but then it goes back onto his shoulder, and 
hides high and tucks in behind him and then goes into the goal. It was really funny when they showed the replay because you could see Curtis Lazar just pointing like apparently Martin was also like Spencer Martin on the bench was doing like hand signals and stuff like the linesman. Um, yeah, and then there was a slight slew foot attempt, um, for, on Bear from Holloway. I like seeing, uh, Brock Besser back on the first power play. I feel like he meshes really well with that, considering the power play was one of our strengths last year, and then they, and then Kuzmenko comes in, it's just, like, and Kuzmenko comes in, he kind of takes Besser's spot, and there's a little controversy, and then... Yeah, Besser back on power play one. I really like it. He got the tip in last night against Seattle. Yeah, they had a lot of shots on net that first power play. Um, then there was the Peterson holding on Darnell Nurse. Basically, Oilers again pressuring Canucks hold their own. I was so nervous writing that because there's still like 30 seconds left in the power play, and I was like, they could still score. No one thought it was a really scrappy defensive game. I really thought there was gonna be a fight, like many times. Like Luke Shen just kept pushing Leon Dreisaitl, and I, I was, I would pay so much money. I would pay JT Miller's contract in order to see those two fight. Um, well, not, not really. Oh yeah, um, Myers was fast, which I I don't know if he's fast or he has really long legs, cause like I've noticed long legs can help when you're running. That's kind of like how science works. I brain not working at the moment. It's it's uh, brain uh, brain is taking vacation cause it's Christmas vacation time. Then the uh, Ryan tripping on Hughes play. I feel bad, but when I first saw the replay, I laughed at it a little bit, because Quinn Hughes really just goes all up in the air and just falls, like, unceremoniously on the ground, and it was just, it was a little funny, but, you know, probably hurt. That sucks. Yeah, and then, it was so far away from the play, too, and then McDavid has a shorthanded breakaway. Um, kind of science. Yeah, you can see why I was an arts, I'm continuing to be an arts major. Even though my highest grade was a science class, but it was on dinosaurs, so, like... Um... Yeah, McDavid had a shorthanded breakaway. He got checked by Hughes. He wanted a call by... Call on Hughes because he thought he was tripped or hooked or whatever. He got... Still got a shot away while he was down on the ice, because, again, he's Connor frickin' McDavid. But, um... Yeah, he wanted a call on Hughes because... God forbid anyone breathes near Connor McDavid. Anyway... Yeah, he uh, was yelling at the ref. Um, he fell while ask while yelling at the ref for another call, um, which was kind of funny because <laughs> he's just like he's yelling, he's yelling, it just falls, just yelling again. I'm like, <sighs> yeah. And then on that power play, which um, Oilers fans in Rogers Place really wanted, uh, really wanted a, a, a kind of offsetting minors because of uh, Hughes tripping their golden boy. Um, they were booing when JT Miller scored to tie it. Um, and also, fun fact, with the assist on JT Miller's goal, um, uh, Elias Pettersson became the second fastest in franchise history uh, to 40 points um, in 
a single season, uh, Tony Tantu's first, but I think PD's in 31 games, and the record's 28, so that's pretty cool. Connor McDangit. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a great player, but there's some times where I'm just like, okay, do you realize that there's other players on the ice that are also going to do stuff because it's hockey? Dude. Anyway, um... Yeah, then Lazar slashing on McDavid, which seems like a makeup call, and Tyler Myers completely saved the Canucks on this penalty kill, but yeah, it wasn't really an eventful penalty kill. Again, Oilers try and dominate, but Canucks are just like, you can't score. Uh, Colin Delia was amazing tonight. Um, and yeah, and people have been, people were questioning, um, the constant back and forth with him to Abbotsford and then Seelovs to us and then Seelovs back to Abbotsford and Colin Delia back to Vancouver and that was probably because Abbotsford had a back-to-back they wanted to get both goalies in um I've heard so yeah he thinks he's the Lionel Messi of ice hockey <laughs> oh my gosh but uh where's his world cup huh anyway uh Worst thing in the third period that happened was John Shorthouse said he hates minions, so that- Oh, and also, uh, Ward Fogel just kind of, like, punched OEL in the face and just didn't- nothing happened about it, because, of course, it's, it's- it's the Canucks. Um, Lewis Patterson, again, what a player. Uh, what I find really funny, it was- it was at 2-2. It was at 2-2, and the Oilers fans- in Roger's place, we're doing the wave. They were tied. It was a tie game, 2-2. And that's like, whenever I go to any sporting event and they start doing the wave when it's tied or it's like still nil-nil, if it's like soccer or something. Um, hey, no, no, leave the minions alone. Leave the minions alone. That's Colin Delia's goalie mask that you're 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 disrespecting. You're disrespecting it. Put some respect on Colin Delia. He just got us a win where we didn't have to go to overtime. Ah. Anyway. I like I love being annoying. It's so great. Great. Yeah, so they do the wave and I'm sitting there and I'm like that's not a good idea cuz apparently apparently according to at Nadine Clark on Twitter or Nadine J Clark uh tweeted with a picture from Inside Rogers Arena last night when the Canucks were losing to the Kraken cuz you know that was what was happening. Um a guy tried to start the wave when the Canucks are losing and the arena literally called the cops about it. Maybe they should have gotten Edmonton police involved with this. Um but uh yeah, they weren't. <laughs> and the Oilers fans were doing the wave with um with <laughs> there it was 2-2. Two, two. That's not even like a big tie too. It's not like it was, you know, 6-6 six, six or something like that, like that like that one game. But 2-2, two, two, like that's, with plenty of time left in the third, I think there were still like 10 minutes, like half the third left, and they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna do the woo. Like, no, you don't do that. You don't do that. You yell at the people who are trying to start it. So yeah, and then Bo Horvat scores. Um, this was 
very true, very, very true. <laughs> um, very, very thanks. That's not a sentence. This was thanks to Connor Garland. Um, yeah, this was thanks to Connor Garland. I will say Quinn Hughes also did some help getting the puck into the zone. And then, um, Garland's effectiveness against the board, because he's, he's a, I've said this before, he's a slippery little guy. He's a slippery little guy. So, uh, he was able to get the puck out, and, um, he was able to get the puck out against the boards. Uh, Kaya does English, yeah. Essentially, yes. Yes, I, I am constantly learning this language that I, is the only language I know. So, yeah, wonderful. Um... Yeah, kind of, it's kind of, it's karma that the Oilers lost this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't do the wave when you're tied 2-2. I'm a Canucks fan. We do stupid stuff. We destroyed downtown like 11 years ago. But at the same time, you don't do the wave in a tie game that's 2-2 with 10 minutes left in the third. You don't do that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, Garland was thanks for that goal. Then he sends it back to Myers. Myers does the shot. And then Bo Horvat does the quick little shovel because it Myers shoots, um, bounces off then off the boards behind the net, and then it goes to Horvat's stick, but he still has to like half Michigan it into the net. So yeah, mini Michigan or baby Michigan. Yeah. And then, um, Mikheyev just scores, just an absolute sniper, 4-2, and then Horvat gets the empty net. Would've been nice to get Miller his, like, third assist, and also- a third- third assist? Miller his third hat-trick, oh my gosh. Um, his third hat-trick of his career, uh, cause also, he, um, has only gotten them against Canadian teams so far. He had one against Winnipeg, and I don't remember the other one, but I remember the Winnipeg one, cause that was last year. Yeah. Also, with the 5-2 goal, um, Horvat is, has seven multi-goal games this year, and he leads the NHL in multi-goal games by two, I believe. So, yeah. Considering, you know, people are just like, oh my god, McDavid, he got to 30 goals. Wow. Wow. That's so impressive. Wow. Does he have that many multi-goal games, though? Yeah. <laughs> Kuzi must be delighted he chose us over Edmonton. Yeah. Edmonton's had its issues. Um, okay, it's a it's an Ovechkin jersey because he broke the record. That's all. That's all. That's all. Please, yeah, no. If thing is, Bo is going to price himself out of the Canucks, I bet, because they committed too much to Miller at this point. Um and you know what? Honestly. Good for him. Good for him. He can go do stuff. Um, he can go do stuff, yeah. Good. <laughs> he can do go, yeah. I feel like Pedersen was carrying this team a bit, considering yesterday was, like, his flu game, people have been saying. Because, you know, the whole Michael Michael Jordan had the flu during a game, or it's like a food poisoning, and then he said, oh, it was deliberately I don't- I remember just watching something, and apparently he tried to say that it was deliberately poisoned- the pizza he ate was deliberately poisoned so that he would get sick and couldn't play. I just remember that. 
Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't basketball. But trade Miller while his value is a negative. I just don't know if anyone would take on the contract extension that we signed for him, which uh, was a mistake. Anyway, uh, uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> How no- I saw something in the chat that was how noticeable was Brock. He had a good- few good chances. He was noticeable definitely on the power play. Um, a couple times defensively, but also at the same time, that's like most of our team is defensively issued, has defensive issues. So, there's that. Uh, most of our team. Yeah, I feel like- I feel like Horvat. I feel like he's pricing himself out. Um, he also, fun fact, um, I was just, just before I started the stream, I still had, like, the, the stream, the, like, the TV stream going, and, uh, apparently he forgot how old his son was, so that's great. Um, I just thought it was funny. Anyway, yeah. Um... Before we get to the second part today, record. Well, he beat Howe's record. Ovechkin beat Gordy Howe's second because he tied it with OE uh, um, 801 and then defensively impaired. Thank you. Um, yeah, he still has to score 92 goals, I believe, to get to Gretzky because Gretzky had eight. 194, and he might actually beat it before, like, in the shorter amount of games, which is also fun. Um, alright. Uh, just for the next part, like, comment, hit that subscribe button down below, rate, review if you're listening on a podcast platform. Um, I'm forgetting something. Oh, yeah. Follow at SDPN Sports on Twitter, and I am at RealKayame on Twitter as well. And, yeah. Alright. I saw... I... I think... I think we need to talk a bit more about Colin Delia and the Spencer Martin stuff. Because, obviously, Demko is going to be out for a few more weeks, right? We're on the Christmas break again, which is literally, like, three days in the NHL. Uh, so, I don't think... There's no game tomorrow for Christmas Eve, Christmas, Boxing Day, and then the Canucks play again the 27th against San Jose. Who would you start for San Ho against San Jose? Because for the Canucks' upcoming schedule... Let me just remind myself. Yeah, so... Demko got injured on December 1st. There's three... There's... The three games coming up are... Shark, the Sharks in Vancouver, Canucks in Winnipeg on the 29th, and then the 31st, the Canucks are in Calgary. Are you starting Delia for one of those games? Because we did have Martin, we did have Martin start for every game that Demko has been injured for. Um, the Arizona game, the Montreal game, the Montreal game was the only game he didn't play the full game, or, unless he was pulled or something, but I don't... I don't, I don't think we've actually pulled the goalie yet. Or have we? Am I- am I just losing my mind? We did last night, didn't we? Or did we? Every game just flows into one at this point. But yes. Um. Yeah, where would you start Delia? Because 
I feel like he has to get another start in, considering Demko's probably not going to be back until mid to late January, I would say All-Star break. So, we still have a whole Eastern road trip, um, like, and the Avalanche are coming twice, which, I mean, they're also injury, lots of injury, Inju injury central, uh, over there. Um... Give Delia. We pulled Martin in the Habs game. Yes, that was gonna, I was going to say that. We pulled Martin in the Habs game, and so technically Delia got his first win. Um, so I, I think, uh, I think the Canucks should start Delia for at least one of the games in the last week of December. Um, I would probably say the Sharks game. Actually, you know what? No, scratch that. He should start the Jets game because it's in the middle, gives Martin extra time, and the Jets already beat Martin, like, last week, so better chances. Um, yeah, why do we play the Jets so much in a short period of time? Because we played them, we, we played them last Saturday, we play them next Thursday, and then we play them again January 8th. Um, yeah, so, definitely a choice by NHL schedulers. Um, yeah. Alright, because Delia was great tonight. I don't think there was, like, the two goals that were let in, the first one was a breakaway. Uh, so, you know, kind of screwed there. He did stop a number of breakaways, too, and as well as McDavid's kind of half breakaway. Um, and the, uh, penalty, the power play, and then he got tripped by Quinn Hughes, and then wanted a call, and then he fell on his own butt right after. Um, and the second goal was essentially just, he overcommitted to Hyman, and then Hyman passed to the other guy that's kind of good on their team, Connor McDavid. So, yeah, there's that could be like the NBA where teams play the same four teams in the span of two weeks. Oh god, that would be much worse. I know the the Rangers played the Islanders for the last time this entire season, and they're in the same state. Like, that's the, that's the, that's the big rivalry, right? Is, I mean, they also have the Devils, but like, eh. Um, <laughs> eh. They had like a 13-game win streak. Eh. Um, yeah, the the Rangers and the Islanders, they're both the New York teams, right? They're supposed to have this rivalry. They they played their last game, like, last week. The NHL has no... And now they want to extend the schedule to get more regional games. I'm sorry, but I, I would much rather prefer to not have to face Connor McDavid a lot of the time. Um... Well, McDavid hit 40 before Hughes gets his first. Honestly, that would be funny. Um, I would hate that for Quinn Hughes, but that, that's a little funny. I don't think it's gonna happen, um, but you know what? It's Connor McDavid. He's unpredictable. Uh, rivals between Western Canada teams, not just intra-divisional ones. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they're trying to manufacture rivalries when really, like, one of the Canucks 
first, one of the Canucks's first, uh, one of the Canucks's most recent big rivals in like the 2010s was the Chicago Blackhawks. Vancouver is nowhere near Chicago. Um, we played the Oilers first game. I wasn't impressed with them. They were average. For a team that made the conference final, they were average, saved by McDangit and Jack Campbell. Uh, and Jack Campbell's basically been regu- uh, relegated to number two spot where we had Su- Stuart Skinner in net today, who is the... What the hell? The Coyotes just beat the Kings in a shootout. Hockey's dumb. Anyway, yeah. they Edmonton is an average team in a bad division. If Edmonton... If the same team... You took the same team and just lifted it up and moved it somewhere in the east... Like, they'd be, they would not be in a playoff spot. They would not be, like, close to one, right? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Maybe I'm, I'm overstretching this, but yeah, they literally have four, like, f- uh, four good players. And then the other week, the Edmonton Oilers official Twitter account was just, was, uh, just making fun of, because there was a Sportsnet article about something with, the Leafs, because, or an article, something to do with the Leafs, because, of course, media Leafs, they go together like peanut butter and jelly, but then the Edmonton Oilers official Twitter account just starts going, like, oh, yeah, we're so much better, blah, 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 we're so much better than this, and this, and this, and this, and this, with, like, all the players that have, like, certain amount of points, and I'm just like, dude, shut up, shut, 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 Edmonton, the Edmonton Oilers, Thank the hockey gods, the West sucks this bad. Honestly, I have faith in the Kings too, you know? Like, what the hell? The Edmonton Oilers got to the Western Conference final last year. Pure luck. Pure luck. Also, depending on, like, their... Like, the LA Kings almost didn't make... We almost didn't have three playoff teams in the Pacific Division, if you guys should remember correctly. Or, no, we have to have three. Yeah, we had three, and then the five were the central. I forgot how math works. <laughs> the West wants Bedard. Oh my gosh. No, I I said the other night, I was like, oh, it'd be great for him to be a duck, and then I realized it wouldn't, because we would still have to play him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was five. It was five... I, fine, Kaya does math. Yeah, I'm struggling tonight, guys. I don't know. My one brain cell has decided to run away and hide in the freezing rain. And so it's just not working. There was five central teams and three Pacific, because that's how it has to be. But if you remember correctly, the Vancouver Canucks almost made the playoffs last year. So LA really isn't that good. Um, yeah. The Edmonton Oilers, yeah, they played LA in the first round. That was a doozy. Honestly, I didn't really pay attention to that. That series was kind of more, uh, was two plus two, five. Um, it was kind of more for, uh, I was kind of more paying attention to the Leafs. Because I had faith, but, you know, blind faith, as always, it's just never, never, never good. Um, but I do remember there was the whole 
Evander Kane trying to stir up things. Also, let's remind everybody that 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 um the Oilers are having this offensive breakout season while um Kane is also still injured, but apparently he's returning faster than ever, so there's that. Um yeah. And then the Calgary series was literally... They got beaten 9-6 in the first game. Matthew Kachuk had a hat trick. And then just goaltending just fell apart across the board. And I understand they had to switch up their goaltending on the offseason. But did it did it get better? Did it, I understand Stuart Skinner has made some great saves. Uh, Jack Campbell completely bodied Dakota, Dakota Joshua in our first game against them. But what the hell? <laughs> like, they have their two guys, and that's about it. And they only have them for a few more years, because, honestly, I can't wait for the day that that Leon Dreisaitl becomes a... What's a team with a lot of cap space right now? I have a feeling Leon Dreisaitl's out of Edmonton when his contract is up, but that's just a gut feeling of mine. Um, because sometimes my brain hurts when I think. My brain shrinks in on itself when I think, so yeah. It's, it's always, it's always fun. Um, Arizona, Arizona. Okay, I, I don't know if he'd go there. I could see him as a shark, because that's also kind of funny, because like, I Correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure the team that his dad coaches or coached, um, yeah, uh, Leon Dreisaitl's contract ends, uh, ends in 2025, I believe. Um, the team in Germany from his hometown is also called the Sharks, just in German, obviously, um, if I remember correctly. Uh, so, that would be kind of funny, but then again, it's the San Jose Sharks, so, like, who knows? Um, they're goofy. They're goofy. <laughs> Warmer than the hell that is Edmonton. Oh yeah, McDavid, maybe he was just mad today, like his heated driveway didn't warm up or something, or he can't go back to Austin, Texas for a night with Zach Cassian anymore, because Zach Cassian, he's playing in Arizona now, it's like hard for them to coordinate because all the flights are cancelled, and yeah, I guess he can't do that. Um, anyway... <laughs> 23 to 1 in the second alone. The Ducks are really trying to get Connor Bedard. I appreciate them for that. I appreciate them for that. Um, yeah. You always have to have a team that's you follow just for vibes, and that's the Anaheim Ducks for me this year. They are so committed to this one dude that plays in Saskatchewan. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Zach Cassian, Arizona Coyotes legend. Oh god. <laughs> um Arizona and Buffalo are projected to have the most cap space in the end of the season. Whose contract comes off for Buffalo then? Hmm. Hmm. Oh yes, the Germans of the NHL. Uh I have, I thought, I saw something with Stutzla saying something in German. 
How can the Ducks concede on an average Calgary Flames night? Yeah, the Pacific Division has not been good this year. It, it, there was so much hype too of like, oh my gosh, the Canucks, the Canucks, the Flames got like, they got, the Flames got, got Huberto and Uyghur in the deal with, for Kachuk. Like, that's such a big difference. Oh my gosh. And then, dry, and then Kachuk has like, Double the points. <laughs> Double the points. It's insane. Um, yeah, everyone's just like, oh my gosh, summer of Brad, summer of Brad. Science and awesome Kadri. And then the Flames are just continuing to be average. And it's it's a little it, it's a little painful because I like casually follow the Flames, but it's a little funny. Da the Ducks didn't make it easy for us. We didn't make it easy for us, dude. Have you seen our defense? <laughs> The reason we have so many high-scoring games, the reason the game went that far yesterday is because we just don't have defense. Today, I feel like we were more evenly matched because the Edmonton Oilers also don't have defense. Horvat and McDavid, nah. They're paying They're paying Darnell Nurse way too much money for them. To sign Horvat. Yeah. Also, he would be a third-line center at that point. But the ad is funny. Except I boo whenever McDavid's on there. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really wanted Ethan Bear to score tonight, man. Because he wasn't on the Canucks when we traded for- When we- He wasn't on the Canucks when the last time we played Edmonton. And I believe we- we, but we do play them again soon. January 21st. We play them on January 21st. So there's that. <laughs> Um, yeah, all right. Okay, I have a question. If you could ask, let's, let's ask, I asked this on a stream a, f a few nights ago, but again, you know, what would you either ask the hockey gods for for Christmas? Let's pretend Santa's one of the hockey gods, right? What do you ask Santa for, for your Christmas, for the Canucks, for the NHL in general, um, for Vancouver weather to stop having freezing rain? Yeah, that was fun. I wake up and I look outside and there's icicles. There's I Skinner's. Didn't they just sign him? Oposo. Okay. Um, Kyle Oposo, that's going to be a thing for them. Because he's, he's their captain now. <laughs> That's a big deal. I think he's their captain, yeah. Yeah, because they just signed a Stuart Skinner extension. Anyway. Yes. What would your... A Canucks first round exit after selling at the deadline. Yeah. Could I get Bedard on a... That's a little... He's... That is a child! Does I don't think the elves do like human trafficking. That's that's a child. Right? <laughs> I want the cup for Christmas. Honestly, valid. It's not going to happen, but you know, I you could just get a cup <laughs> to bring down the tickets right up against the glass for just 200? Damn. That's a 
I'm not a child, okay? I'm I'm 20. I'm an adult. Um. Yeah, ticket prices are insane. When you look at like other, sorry, what Quinn Hughes to Toronto for Kerfoot Muzzin and a second. What the hell? No. <laughs> I don't even think Kyle Dubas would want that. Jesus. I would ask for direction for the Canucks. True. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm a dreamer. Yeah. I don't know. I, I got to see the Stanley Cup when I was in Toronto. I don't have a physical picture with me, but um, the tickets are insane. Oh, yeah, no. I understand. The tickets are insane. Like, I, the tickets here in Toronto are the worst in the NHL. I look at, like, other teams. I look at freaking, like, even the Kraken. Like, they their tickets are so much cheaper than ours. Nice. Oh, yeah, right. Him. Um, Canucks ownership change. Maybe we can, like, peer pressure Ryan Reynolds. Just, like, I know this team is probably much more expensive, but, like, who cares? Matthews to Van for a conditional seventh. Oof. Oof. The cheapest are, like, 50. Where are you finding $50 tickets? It's hard for me. Like, I know they... <laughs> I want a Horvat extension for Christmas. I wanted one for my birthday. It's not happening. Up against the glass. Oh, yeah, no. Most games I want to go to, like, I wanted to go to the Ra the Rangers game when they come here. And it's just, like, it's especially if it's, like, another, like, big team or, like, another Canadian team. Tickets are much more expensive. Like, tickets were expensive when I saw the Sens last year. Both were non-playoff teams. The game ended 4-3 in a shootout where Adam Gaudet scored the winner in the fifth round. Fight Aquilini for ownership. I, I want to go the 80s movie route, where you just kind of, like, you get a boombox. I... Um, this is how I'm assuming every everything works in the 80s movies genre. It's not even a genre. Just kind of, like, Stand outside the Aquilini Tower. Um, apparently, Ryan Reynolds has also expressed Ryan Reynolds is not going to buy an NHL team, guys. I'm sorry, he's not. He's just a meme lord. He's he's not going to buy an NHL team. People are saying, "Oh, Matthew Perry is going to help." Matthew Perry with like what is friends royalties? Like, jeez. Smirnoff. Horvat for Jordan Bennington. I would rather jump off a cliff. So I was like, for tickets for... Oh, maybe I'm just looking at the wrong games. <laughs> maybe I just like good teams. Maybe I just like popular teams. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I already saw the Leafs this year, so I'm good for that. Uh, or I just know, like, tickets... I remember seeing last year there was a TikTok describing how they got tickets for a Devils game for seven dollars and i was so mad because that was when even if the canucks are shit um even if they're terrible the tickets are still super freaking expensive kaya does christmas yes i yeah i don't think ryan reynolds is gonna own an nhl team but you never know you never know. You never know. Because, yeah, I don't think Aquilini wants to sell it anytime soon. Which is unfortunate for a lot of people, but... 
Um, I don't know if anybody else saw it, but on the broadcast last night where the Canucks were down against the Kraken, or I don't know if they were down yet, but, like, it was- it wasn't a good game for the Canucks. Um, until, like, the end of the game. Um, just like this game! The Canucks were not good in the first period, and then they woke up, and then they proceeded to wake up, and then they won. Um, I feel like that's the formula now. Just, like, they blew all the leads for a few months, okay? But now, let's roll it back. It's $84 for the Sharks game on the 27th. Yeah. Yeah, for the Sharks. That, that's, that's not, that should not be okay. Like, it's winter break, so they want to get as much money, because, like, oh, wow, they can, they can get, uh, they can get, like, um, like, fa more families out there. You can't feasibly have a family going where the tickets are $84. Like, if you think that's because that's gonna have more people come into your game, that's not. It was, yeah, it was not a good game for the Canucks, um, but a masterclass of Elias Pettersson. That is very true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well played. Well played, yeah. Yeah. Outworked our boys on the... Did you guys have a back-to-back... -back I don't think... Did you... Did you or did you play the other night? Um... The Canucks are now tied with the Oilers for most comeback wins. Yeah. That sounds good. I like that. The Avs and Tampa games next month are cheaper than the Sharks game on Tuesday. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. The two-time Stanley Cup champion over the last three years, and the last year Stanley Cup champion, and, by the way, they only come here- Tampa only comes here once a year. The Sharks, we're- they're division rivals. We see them a lot. Y'all were on the back- yes, we were. I- I didn't remember- I didn't know if Edmondson was. Uh, but yes, we were on the back-to-back, -back, which I- now realizing it, um, after the game was probably why Bear was scratched yesterday so that he would have fresh legs today which is important, especially for defense, but, you know, still was like, why the hell would you scratch Ethan Bear? But at the same time, you know, it's good, because, uh, he, he was just a rare Vancouver compliment for me. Thank you, Dennis. I appreciate it. They're cheaper because they know we're gonna lose those games? Okay, fair play. Fair play. I don't know, when I went, when I saw the Kings last year, it was cheaper than when I went to see the Sens, but... We lost to the Sens and beat the Kings, so Avs are conference rivals. Yeah, but they're the Sharks are division rivals. That's the thing, and the Avs like we only we don't see conference fight conference rivals as much. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, if any last questions, comments, concerns about the Canucks' performance tonight, performance. I don't know, kind of a masterclass at the end of don't do the wave when you're tied. That's like the same vibe as the Bruce There It Is chant going on when we're tied. Um, at least he can head home to his heated driveway. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Orcas are natural pre prey of sharks. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Wait, no? Are they? Do they live in the same area? Again, once again, Masterclass of Kaya does not science. Um... 
We are anti-wave here. Yes! Did you, did you put your arms up? No, stop it. Stop it. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed. If you see somebody doing the wave at a sporting event, you have the right to dump a drink on them. That's that's not legal advice. That is not true. Uh, do not quote me on that. But we will struggle to make the playoffs. But, you know, it's fun to win. We'll, we might be a mid-team at the end and get, like, pick 15. But you know what? I don't care. I don't care. Because you know what? We beat the Edmonton Oilers, baby! This has been Game Over. I have been Kayame. Like, comment, hit that subscribe button. Rate, review. If you're listening on a podcast platform, uh, follow at SDPN Sports on Twitter. Follow me at RealKayame. And I hope to see you all again soon. Um, I'm not back until New Year's Eve, so I hope you all have a wonderful rest of the 2022. Nelson, shut up. Um, I did. Uh, I, I'm getting called out. I did the wave once at a Abby Connects game, but that we were winning by a good margin, and it was it was fun. Um, yeah, so. Um, I'm not sure who's doing the 27th or 29th between Sam and Clay, but I believe all three of us are doing a game in the next week. But yes, I'll be back on December 31st, um, when covering the Canucks and Flames. Uh, the Canucks play Sharks and Jets coming up. Hope to see you all again for all those three game overs. Um... Merry Christmas, if you celebrate. Happy, uh, happy Hanukkah, I believe. Also started on Sunday. Um, you know, happy holidays to everyone, um, whatever you were celebrating. Uh, but yes, tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. Happy Boxing Day. Um, uh, go get the sales. I don't know what people do on Boxing Day. I kind of just sit in my room and, like, watch movies. That's about all I do. Happy Holidays, everyone. Yay, Kwanzaa, yes. Um, yes, happy holidays uh, from Game Over Vancouver. I will see you again. Have a great rest of 2022. See you again on the last day of the year. All right. Good night, everyone. It was wonderful spending this win with you. All right. Good night. Game Over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook.